We are live in 27 seconds. 26 seconds. 25. 3, 2, 1. Welcome back, America. I'm Jake. I'm also Jake. And this is the Yucky Podcast. What do we do here, JB? We have a podcast. We, we do talk. the podcast. Why do we do the podcast, though? To pod. Come on, tell people what the they pod. want. Tell, tell the this people is, what they want. This is your podcast. You're right. I'm going to lead this one. We'll sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, everybody. This is JM coming to you live and in person. Not really. It's recording. But here at the Yucky Podcast. Are you doing well, this voice again? I think so. Okay. I'm super into it. I can't get out of it. Like, it just it keeps coming back to me. It's like a character. I need my own character. What's your character going to be? I don't be? know yet. Did well, you let me think about it. I'll come about, up with one by the end. Okay. By the end of this? Maybe. On the spot. I don't know. I got some questions for you today that I'm thinking is going to... I'm slightly gonna, nervous. It's going to rattle you for a little bit. I'm pretty nervous right now. So the design for this podcast, like hopefully everyone understands, because at least I think we understand this, is we want to add value to everyone who actually listens to this. And all seven people, most of my family, shout out to them. Hopefully there is some sort of added value within business, entrepreneurship, you know, successes, losses, Arizona, local you know, entrepreneurs and networkers and anyone that's Arizona bound, we want to, you know, showcase here and really kind of give insight to a lot of people that uh, might not be able to meet, you know, somebody like this and somebody in social media doesn't really get a chance to really show who they truly are and where they come from. So we're really hoping that this is what uh, this podcast can do. But for today's value, it's all about Jake Brown today. It's not much value. That's value. It's like Costco value. No, it's like it's a bundle deal. Great value or best value. What what did we come up with? I, I didn't remember. look it up. I forgot what the Walmart one was. You're supposed to Google it. I think it's great value. No, I'm gonna go with Costco. You're you're like the, I'm the like big the Kirkland. Size. Yeah, I like Kirkland. Yeah, so I'm like wholesale bulk. That's pretty much my outfit today. It's Kirkland. You're wearing a Sherwin Williams t shirt. Yeah, but my underwear, my pants, my socks. And you're wearing Ariat boots. Okay, but so, so you're nothing two Costco. out of five. Two out of okay. five. I've, my pants, Costco. I underwear, think. Costco. Socks, Costco. I've got, you got, what do you got, Pumas? Socks? No, I got the, the plain white ones. They're the best boot socks ever. I got the Puma ones for my boots. The long ones? Yeah. Okay. Well, I got the short ones, but that's for the gym. Oh, that's okay. morning socks. See, these, the long white socks you can get from Costco, it's like a giant pack for like 10 bucks of freaking money. But how many in a pack? I don't know. I think it was like eight. Shout out Costco. It's for real. Shout out Costco. I love that place. We used to go get lunch there all the time. We used to go get snacks because we couldn't afford lunch. Well, but their lunch is pretty ex- like inexpensive, right? We get two slices of pizza, and or I guess dog. one slice of pizza, and a hot dog, and then a chicken bake. It was like 10 bucks. Yeah, that was an issue, though. We ate that so much. Yeah, but we were actually like exercising. No, we weren't. Kind of. There was never a time where we actually exercised for more than a week. Yeah, you're right. I didn't say it was a long time. I just said it was a time. Kind of like in shape. We're in a shape, just not great shape. Yeah, bodies of gods. Like Buddha. Buddha. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Let's kind of get into this one, everybody. This is Jake Squared. This is how we operate. But I actually do have some good questions. I really did think about this for almost a week. We've, we've kind of been, you know, I hate saying that we're always busy because we are. But we've, we've been planning this podcast since the last one with Andi, yeah. which was a great podcast. Everything except the stupid intro. <laughs> Man, did we? I screw that one up. Well, it's hard. We're trying to shoot hey, from the hip, but then we're reading stuff and we'll settle in. This one was a little bit better, yeah. not as great, but. We're learning as we go. You put me on the spot on this one. You're like, I'm taking the lead. What do you got to say, JB? And I'm like, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, that was me taking the lead and saying, hey, yeah, do this for me. Definitely threw it's called me on delegation, the spot. bro. Yeah. Not next time. We'll next practice. Time, next time, warn me. Write it on the whiteboard. So I'm like, <laughs> instead read, of a two minute warm up, we'll do like read, a 10 minute warm up. Read your cue card. Oh. No, because then that's when we start to suck. Like last week's intro. Yeah. We can't read something. So just, I definitely saw your kind of a screenshot or your notes. Not seeing the questions but mm-hmm. i saw you pull it up and i'm extremely nervous right now good i have no idea what's coming towards they're me. not that hard they're, i just like because obviously we have a, a history together right I've known you for a very long time um you've seen me at like some good moments some really bad moments and vice versa i think yeah i think i've seen you through thick and thin and you know some great and some not great at all and mm-hmm. you know we figured out a way to kind of Keep each other going, um, whether it's what we say or, you know, we've mentioned it in every podcast, but go for a drive. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've, I think we've been through a lot and we sound like a couple right now. We kind of are a married couple. By just state not, law? Or? Just not legally. Okay. It's like married, but not legal. That works. Don't judge us for that, people. I'm judging us. Jake squared. Yeah. I mean, 
It's fair. Two jakes don't make a right. If they do make a left, though. (laughs) All right, so let's get get on track here, people. Um, So I'll start simple, right? So I met you freshman year of high school in football, right? I looked like I was 12 years old. You looked like you were probably 30. We also had a business class together, if you remember that. Yeah, but originally it was football. It was, but I wanted to expand on that. Oh, Business I see you class. just dropping hints there. Where, um, we ha- where we had to invent something, and you invented a massaging backpack, which was not an invention because you got it off the show Victorious. Yeah, I did. So, not to... But I we built it. Yeah, you got an A. Yeah. So it actually, was, was, it worked. It was really nice. We should make another one. We really should. I can't believe you remembered that. I remember the most random stuff, and it's nothing that makes me better in life. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> I'm throwing for a loop here. I have a question that I was going to end it with okay, that I thought about bringing it up on the beginning now because you just talked about it. What is, all right, Jake Square has been around for a while. Yes. Yeah, over a decade. Yep, we talked about this. What is one of your, like when you think of, you know, me and you, what's one of your best stories? What's one thing that sticks in your mind that any times like, oh, you know, Jake Marr and you, what's that about? Like what kind of relationship is that? What's the one story that sticks with you the most? We've had so many stories. I mean, I can go down the road of, you know, just bad times of, you know, us trying to figure out how are we going to be successful? What are we going to do in lives while, you know, we sit in a hot tub and just talk for four or five hours until we're just numb from the hot tub. And you're like, oh, okay, now what? Um, I can think of the time where you and I went out to PV Library (laughs) and we were out late one night and we saw a raccoon running down the road Mm -hmm. and we decided to chase after it. Idiots. Like, absolute idiots. And then you posted it on Facebook. But before that, we were chasing it. A helicopter came in because they thought we were breaking into the library or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we took off running like we were badasses or something. <laughs> uh, which we definitely weren't. God, the stupidest um, thing outside of PV Mall. We would go to the gym at 2, 3 in the morning. Uh, I think we stayed up until McDonald's started serving breakfast one mm-hmm. morning. I remember we stayed at Lifetime. We decided to stay longer at Lifetime because they didn't start serving until, what, like 4.30 or something? Yeah, 4.30. So we stayed till 4.30, yeah. went to McDonald's. There was no one else in the drive-thru, so I decided to back through the drive-thru, <laughs> and you ordered through the passenger side because yeah, I didn't yeah. want to order. Exactly. So, I mean, we have so many stories, and we could go on. Just stories about us could be a podcast in itself. Oh, God. I don't know uh, if I'd listen to that one. I. It would have to be one of our DOTT segments that we have not launched yet. Um, but we might have to have a, a story time. Maybe we'll do a nightly story podcast. That's a lot of work. It is. I don't know if I can we'll just call dedicate it. that much time to you. Okay. I would try. All I need is like three minutes. Oh, dude, that's a freaking... Yeah. It's like running a marathon. Three minutes <laughs> a is a lifetime. Jesus Christ. What are Calm we going? down, Usain Bolt. I was going to say, oh, well, hey, first to finish, right? First to the finish line? That's what I meant to say. Yeah, first to lose. <laughs> you're second. So we got uh, that going. Second is a loser, so first okay. place Cont- wins. Continue. <laughs> <Back> <laughs> I'm distracted. I'm distracted. Oh, man. All right. Well, see, now I'm all over my questions. So obviously it met you freshman year, like we talked about already. Um, but football has been a, or was a huge part of your life growing up, correct? I think it still is, whether I'm playing or not. How so? Um, it has taught me so much in values and running a business and teamwork and family, everything that football does for you outside of the sport itself. So it's taught me how to keep my cool. It's taught me how to build a family. It's taught me how to talk to others. It's taught me how to captain and be a leader, uh, all that stuff. So even outside of running the ball or hitting people as hard as you possibly can, it taught me how to take care of people. It taught me how to, you know, be a leader on the field. When someone else is down, how am I going to get them up? How am I going to get them to forget the last play, move on to the next, and make sure it happens? Okay. And I just want to, like, kind of add on to what you were kind of saying. You said that it helped you on the business side. Being a business owner, being the manager of the day, what, what would be the biggest benefit from football that you got as a business owner? Again, both aspects, manager or business owner. Um, it's taught me... You know, when, when you're losing a game, when you're down, you put your head down and you just, you know, you don't want to see the scoreboard, whatever that. But it taught me, you know, have confidence. The game's not over till the final seconds. Uh, you just got to keep going. Same in business. You could have a bad day. You look at sales and they're just down in the dumps. You can't do anything about it. Got to put your head down and figure out how you're going to finish off the week. So it's all about finishing it off. Um, and, and again, you got to talk to people differently. There's some people that 
you talk to on the field where they're like, hey, you're never going to make it. You know, this is just how it is. And those people strive to do better to prove other people wrong. Uh, where if you say that to somebody else, they're just going to shut down. Someone needs a pat on the back. Hey, great job. You're doing okay. You're going to make it to the end. The others, hey, hey, you know, you're not going to make it. This is just how it is. And that person's going to strive. They're both going to strive to do better, but there's different leadership skills to get people to the finish line. And that helps them with the day-to-day business aspect of, you know, I could have a prepper that's just putting his head down. You know, it's 120 degrees out. Don't want to work. It's hot as hell. You know, low pay. But, hey, at the end of the day, we're going to get to it together. We're going to get through this week. There's a bonus at the end of the week. There's whatever it may be and give some incentive for people to finish as well. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think you're you're spot on. I, I mean, I didn't play a ton of sports in high school, but, you know, it definitely you can see the mentality that you bring, you know, speaking with all of your guys, speaking with me, speaking with the, you know, the other managers on my side. Like, there's definitely that team aspect that I think you bring to the table, which is which is pretty awesome. Uh, again, you can't do it by yourself. So no. you, you need a team in everything you do. It doesn't matter what it is in life. You need the team, whether that's you and your spouse, whether that's you and your family, whether that's you and your coworkers. Teams are what gets you to be a team. Teamwork makes the dream work, my friend. There it is. Um, well, I guess, you know, and I'll kind of continue. I think this conversation is going in a pretty good direction. Um, when you are a business owner and you have to build a relationship with employees, how do you separate being the business owner and a manager of employees, and how do you separate it from them seeing you as just a friend? There's a time and place for everything, and I think each manager knows that. So I put the managers in place so I'm not dealing with each underling one by one. There's an issue in the shop. The manager lets me know. I say, hey, this is the action plan we need to take, or they tell me the action plan and say, go with it. The reason I do that is – You know, there's just so many people. When I come into the shop, the first thing I do to every single employee in the back is I go up, say their name, and I give them a fist bump. How's your weekend? How are you doing? How's life? And I make sure it's not about business. Uh, That way they understand, look, you can come to me for anything. And the reason I do that is because I don't want to walk into a shop and they say, oh, the owner's here. Um, Because everyone acts different when the owner's there. And it's always pissed me off. I want to just be just another guy. I'm here to do whatever you guys are doing. If the bathroom needs to be clean, I'll clean it. If a car needs to be sanded, I'll sand it. If a car needs to be painted, I'll paint it. Um, but going back to separating kind of friend and manager is I got to treat everyone equally, uh, but there's a time and a place for everything. So my managers all know, look, we can have fun, but we need to have fun while making money. goes back to sports. We can have fun, but we need to be winning. Winning is fun. Making money is fun. We're all making money here. So so they have a clear understanding of, hey, if we're not making money, you know, it's going to be a shitty day. It's going to be a shitty week. I'm here for you if you need anything, but we need to get to business. Uh, and there's a clear understanding. And it's usually just a look on my face where they just understand, <laughs> like, hey, today's not a day to make jokes or, hey, today is a day to make jokes. Or yeah. um, I always make it a point to go to one of my shops every Friday and I'll take a manager and We'll go in my office and we'll have a cigar for the day and just talk about the week. Just see how it was going. Uh, let them know I appreciate them. If they know that you're willing to take the shirt off your back for whatever they need to do, they're going to run through walls for you. And that builds loyalty. It builds loyalty. Exactly. Yeah, And I know a lot of people have a hard time with building loyalty because when they actually build that, they only see them as a friend, not a business owner. So you're just saying that, you know, setting that clear expectation, that's the way to to really divide at the end of the day, the if they're not making money, there's no business. True. There's no me that there's True. no them. So, and without them, there is no me in the first place. So I need them around to know to run the business. But you know, if they're not hitting sales, they're not going to be there at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Cause got, we won't be there at the end of the week. Exactly. People don't get. Yeah. yeah. So if I can't make a, the rent, mm-hmm. guess what? There's no building the work. So, True. and there's a clear understanding of that. And, uh, you know, I'm not one to raise my voice at anyone. Uh, very rarely have you seen me raise my voice to anyone that works under us. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do, it's usually in a joking manner to give them a hard time and freak them out a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I'm not one to raise my voice at all. They'll know if I'm pissed off by the way I'm talking. See, I feel like when we get quiet, that's when you know we're, we're pissed off. Yeah, when we we're don't say opposite. anything. That's and, when it's bad. And they say, what's wrong? And you say, cool. you know what, just do your job. Yep. And walk away, they know something's wrong. Gotcha. 
No, I mean, I, and you know me, I'm the same way. Once I start to get quiet, that's when it's like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. That's Don't when I walk out of your office and be like, yeah, I'm not talking to you this week. Yeah. It's better than me freaking out and throwing stuff. True. Didn't you do that today? No, I okay. don't throw anything today. Okay. I definitely got really quiet today. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those days. We all have one of those days. It, it right? happens. Yeah. It's it, bound it, to happen. It, it does. You know, we're doing this six days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, we have ups, we have downs as we've always talked about. And that's business. If everything was ups, everybody would be doing this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of downs in the business, uh, in any business you're operating, and you're going to have bad days. Yeah. But as long as you can clear that from your mind and move on to the next play, move on to the next day, then that's all that matters. You can't keep sulking on that one issue. You got to go back to your office and figure out how is this not going to happen again? Yeah. Uh, back to football, right? Exactly. That's true. And again, I literally relate everything back to sports. Yeah. I have to. It's the only thing I knew growing up. It's the only thing I did, so I have to relate it back to sports. Yep. So, like you had just mentioned, I've had a fucking hell of a day um, struggling with staying positive and pushing in the right direction. Um, for the days where obviously we're role reversed and you are struggling, it's a rough day, It's nothing's going right for you, what's one thing that you know you can always kind of lean back on and, and kind of push you through the rest of the day? Well, one thing is my support team. I have a support team, whether it's you, whether it's my wife, and that's about it. <laughs> End of circle. <laughs> End of circle. Uh, but I know, and, and you know full well, I'll call you and be like, hey, I just got a vent. Yep. Just shut up. I got a vent. Mm-hmm. And don't I'll, fight. Don't argue. Don't yeah, ask. Just don't, I don't need you to give me any value in this. I don't need you to tell me how to get through it. I just need to get some things off my chest. And I'll just go off and F this, F this person, F you, F you, F you. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Why the hell am I doing this? Five minutes later, like, all right, I'm good. Hey, I'll call you later. All right. And then we're good. Get right back to it. And, and same thing with my wife. I'll call her and be like, Hey, I know you're having a rough day. So am I, I just need a vent and you know, I don't need anything from you. Just Just stay on the phone till I'm done. Um, so I, it's the support team that really keeps me going. I, I have to have it. Uh, if I sit there and sulk in my office by myself, one, I'm not going to get anything completed the rest of the day because I'm going to sit there and be like, why the hell did this happen? Yep. Why does this keep happening? How am I going to fix this? And I'm not going to be able to process the thought correctly in order to fix it because I'm still worried about that one issue. So you got to have a clear mind. I have to, to have a clear mind, whether that's going for a walk. We've both done many of those. Mm-hmm. Walk around uh, the shop, walk, walk, around, walk yeah. around the building, walk around Where the neighborhood. Where nobody's talking to you. Yeah, yeah. we've done that. Yep. Uh, you know, calling someone, just venting. And just kind of hitting the reset button, you know, yeah. get back to square one, whether that's putting, a, you know, your headphones in, listening to a podcast, turning on a movie, watch 30 minutes of a movie, something that just completely clears your mind and gets you off the previous subject that pissed you off. You got to hit the reset button and start over. You're not going to complete anything else the rest of the day if you don't hit reset. Yeah, and, and that's huge, finding your reset button and then making sure you hold on to it. That's Yeah, it, I mean, again, you have to do it. Yeah. it it's you. Get, and again... Relating back to football, you fumble the ball. Guess what? You can't go back in time and fix it. Yep. You hit the reset button. You go to the next play. You don't can't the sulk one. on it. Yeah, you yeah. got to fix it. Just go on. If you're going to sit there and sulk on that, you're going to play like shit the rest of the game. And that's usually when they get benched. And that's when they always get benched. Well, not you. You never got benched. I got benched quite a bit. You were offense, defense, special teams, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. I literally watched you like kick the ball. Go tackle somebody, play linebacker, sack somebody, get the ball back, run the ball, score a touchdown, and then kick the field goal. Yeah, I was on the field once. <laughs> yeah, it's because you never left. So it's one singular it's, time. It's been one of my, all sports have been, you know, just a huge joy to my life. And so I'm very fortunate to play any sport. Yeah. Uh, whatever success or non, non-success I had, uh, it's always been life-changing and it's always been nice to meet a lot of the guys and family and you know when you play football they're not just guys on the team they're not just friends those are brothers yeah um after high school you obviously lose touch with just about everyone uh there's a lot of guys i'd still love to catch up with uh but you know people go their separate ways people walk different paths and you know you kind of go on but those guys will always be brothers they'll always be family dang check out the humble side of jake brown it, it's there it's just deep it's just hidden i like it I don't, no I don't, that's, that's i don't i don't let it out that often but again it's you know it's true yeah no it's, i I, you know, I, was, I, was, you. I was fortunate enough to play mm-hmm. um i was fortunate enough to have size and strength on my side and you know a little bit of speed um 
I was dumber than a box of rocks, but I had all that stuff on my side that really helped me out through sports uh, to help me excel in the positions I played in. And being bigger than most high school players at my position, Mm -hmm. you know, I could play at, you know, different positions, longer times and, you know, excel a little bit. And it sucks because I see guys like you that have about 110% more athleticism as I do that should have played in those positions and probably would have benched me if you did play. Um, <laughs> Thanks, but I doubt but, that. No, you would have been good. Uh, but, no, I'm, I'm very humble and I'm very appreciative of, you know, what I've been through in all sports. Hell, yeah. Even through all your freaking injuries? Even through every single injury oh. I've ever had. Four knee surgeries, torn each ligament in both ankles, separated both shoulders four times. Did you have a rib that used to pop out all the time, too? My rib always used to pop out of my spine. I broke both wrists, all my fingers. Jesus. So it's been uh, – it sucks waking up nowadays. <laughs> I said getting old sucks. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, and then having to walk downstairs, and I'm just like, oh, oh, and When it gets oh, cold out. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just not good <laughs> at all. Um, well, I guess an, another cool thing that, you know, I, I've always kind of wondered – I know we haven't really talked about it too much, but if football wasn't available to you or – if there was another sport you would have liked to play, what would that sport have been? So I played football and track all through high school, um, or not track. I played football all through high school, ran track freshman, sophomore year, uh, ended up getting a few surgeries that put me away from the track team. But honestly, growing up, soccer was my number one sport. Really? It's the weirdest thing to say. Uh, I loved soccer. It's still today, if I could go kick a soccer ball for hours, I would. Also known as football. Uh, football, yes. Um, but no, I for some reason, I started playing that when I was four years old on a club team. Played uh, all the way up until I was 10 or 11 when I actually got kicked out of the league. I think we brought that up on another podcast. <laughs> but it's just, it was always one of my favorite sports. It was just so much fun. Yeah. Um, but it just didn't teach you what football does. And, you know, I had a lot of not pent up anger. I had a lot of issues, uh, growing up in my family, uh, you know, whether it's separated parents or whatever it may be. Um, football allowed me to go take out that aggression and not get in trouble. So as soon yeah. as I got on the field, you know, I was 11 years old, we were doing up downs. It was my mom's f- first time at the practice and my coach is screaming, drive your dicks in the dirt. She's like, my baby's 11. Like, can't be <laughs> you can't that. say that to my and, child. Yeah, and, my, and the coach is just like, F this, get the hell off the field, get off of it. Oh, you're injured, we'll move. And like, just go around us. And she was like, oh, this is a different world. Yeah. Um, but it's just the, the sport of football allowed you to go hit somebody as hard as you possibly can and not get in trouble for it. And that's what I enjoyed so much. I would go out there and I would literally just put my whole entire body into someone just to hit them as hard as I possibly can, injure myself while doing it. <laughs> But it just felt so good to knock somebody else out. Yeah, take all that aggression out. All the aggression. After practice, I was tired as shit. Mm -hmm. I couldn't hold myself up. I hurt like hell, but I wasn't pissed off. I was in a good mood. I guess that's a fair trade. And that's that's exactly how my dad pitched it to me growing up. He was like, hey, this is the only sport that you're legally allowed to absolutely kill somebody in and not get in trouble for it. Go out there and hit somebody as hard as you possibly can. Yeah. You be the train that goes in, is going 100 miles an hour, not the train that's going 50. So make sure you're going faster and harder than the other person. Yeah. So, and that's probably why I have all the injuries. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Learned how to pass a, a concussion protocol. Yeah, that was pretty easy, though. Fucking guy. Um, zero recorded. Jesus. Yeah, zero recorded. Doesn't mean you didn't have them. Freaking guy. On the books, it means uh, there was zero recorded. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I hate to keep on sports things, but I, I just feel like I have – a couple, at least one more question, and then we'll dive back into the business it's side because gl- I do have some the glory days. That's I, the only thing I have to talk see, about. See, but I also used to like to live through your glory days. I was like, God, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I remember when football. you said that, hey, you have to make it. You're buying the guest house in the backyard. Yeah, way to freaking, you know, stay to the plan, you dick. Yeah, well, you were supposed to make it pro. You're happened. supposed to have a big ass house. You I was supposed done, to be living in the back. You should have done my homework all through You college. never asked me. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. Um, all right, last sports question, then we'll move on to some business stuff. Um, Obviously, you talked about just now with your dad, you know, telling you about football and hitting people and aggression and the other side with your mom. Oh, my God, my little baby is not so little, but, you know, he's, you know, he's changing into this world. Um, You you know, you never know what life has in store for you. Right. So one day I'm assuming you're going to make me an uncle. Would you put your kid in sports? 
Would you do? Mm. Uh, hold on, let's do this. Would you put your kid in sports? And if so, what what would you start him in? Honestly, I they have to play sports. They have to be in some sort, not necessarily sports, but some activity. Okay, uh, as a team or as a team activity. What even even if it's band, I don't care yeah. if it's band, baseball, tennis. I I don't care. But sports and extracurricular activities have to be involved. So that's a must for you. It's a must. They have to do it. Um, I, I'm so sick and disgusted of the generations today that sit in the, their room and watch somebody else play video games. Not even mm. playing the video games themselves anymore. Yeah, they just YouTube watch somebody else. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up outside. Yeah, it, we both you did. Know, grow, you're outside. You're running around. Be home by the streetlights. Yeah. Um, and so that's how we grew up. We had... You know, PlayStation, Nintendo 64 at the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, we played that for, we were allowed to play it on weekends. We played it for 30 minutes and we were done. Yeah. We wanted to be outside. We one. had a, we had a sand pit with all of our Tonka trucks and everything. And we just hung out there. That, that's how we grew up. And, you know, our lives were so good where we actually got to experience real world stuff. Yeah. And we got to get dirty. We got to scrape our knees. We got to break bones. Like that all stuff grows you throughout your life. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. So extracurricular activity is an absolute must. Uh, as far as what it is, I don't care. I'm not Looking gonna put. I'm not gonna push them to play football or her to play football or yeah, whatever whatever it is. It is. Yeah. You know, they're gonna have a passion for a sport, and as long as they're involved in the sport and do it the best that they possibly can, that's all I can ask for. I I really don't care what sport it is. Would you coach them, or would you let somebody else coach them? I would. Uh, that's on, the hardest honest. thing. Be I, honest. That's I, the hardest I, thing because I couldn't even step away from coaching Tristan. I know. Um, and he's 10 years younger and I had to step in and be like, and it's only because I'm the ego side of me is like, I can coach better than that. Well, it wasn't even the ego side. You were literally playing football. Yeah. It's, right. Yeah. You, so you were playing, probably at Scottsdale playing football and listening to a coach tell him something that, you know, for a fact wasn't going to work because you were literally in the sport at that time. Yeah. And even going back to like freshman, when he played freshman ball, I mm-hmm. went and coached oh, yeah. the team and you know, just how they were teaching that. the kids how to tackle. I'm just like, that's not how you tackle. Yeah. That's supposed to be, and I'm air quoting this, but that's supposed to be safety way of tackling, but that's not safe. Yeah. Not only are you going to break your own neck, you're going to tear the ACL of the running back or the whoever's carrying the ball. You know, you put your shoulder in their waist you wrap up their legs and you drive their dicks in the dirt. Mm-hmm. That's football. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I have a hard time saying that I'm not going to get involved because I 100% will. Yeah. My mom was, my mom coached me uh, all through sports. You know, she was my baseball coach through sports and everything. And I did not know that. Yeah. She coached and my stepdad or she was the team manager. My stepdad was the coach Nice. Um, going through a few sports. My dad used to go to every single one of my football practices and film the practices. Damn. So he has all my practice film on tape. This was when I was 11, 12 years old. He'd <laughs> fil- yeah, he had filmed the practice. We would go home and watch film. Wow. This is what you did wrong. This yeah. is what you did wrong. This is what you did wrong. I'm like, can't I just like eat SpaghettiOs and go to bed? <laughs> like, can I have some cinnamon toast crunch now and just go shower and go to bed? Like, leave me alone. I just practiced for two hours. Yep. No, you're getting better. <laughs> but this that's the thing. They set that expectation of get better yeah and it's it's always getting better again yeah. we talked about it i think last week or the week before you think you're at the top of the game now and you don't think you have any room to move further on give up you're mm-hmm. done like you've made it good job you're done yep uh there's always room to grow always and i even tell people like during interviews like look this is a stepping stone i want to make sure you grow i grow you whether it's freaking jeff bezos or elon musk they're at a stepping stone mm-hmm. if they say hey you know what no a billion dollars is enough i'm good no, they're going out and starting new companies, building yep. new things, doing something else. It's a stepping stone. Every step, uh, every step in life is a stepping stone. Yep. It's just a different rung on a ladder. It is, and, and that's others. how you got to live life, and you know you got to keep moving and moving and moving. And that's how my parents grew me. Hey, if you think you're better than everyone else, then you know give up, stop. And I remember I told my mom, I was probably six or seven, so the cockiness started early. <laughs> uh, I was like, Mom, I was I playing soccer, and I'm like, Why do we have to practice? I'm the best one here. Why am I here at practicing? It's it's pointless. I know how to kick the ball and the net. I know how to run up and down the field. I can th- score three, four uh, goals a game. This is at seven years old. <laughs> and she was like, because you need to get better. If, you, if you're going to stay like this forever, you're going to get surpassed. You know, somebody else is going to get better than you. Yeah. You've got to practice. You're not that great yet. You've got to be great. You can be good, but you're not great. Not great. 
So, and I remember telling her that when I was like six or seven years old and she just ripped me a new one for not trying hard enough or not wanting to practice because I thought I was better than everyone else. You mean you didn't get a, or a participation trophy for no, they did know, not just have showing those. up? They didn't have those back then. I wonder if that's would, why this generation actually works for something. And everyone gets a trophy now. Yeah. Everyone. And it's and it's it sucks because losing isn't a bad thing. Losing no. grows you as a person. Mm-hmm. Honestly, grows you as a man, grows you as a woman. You got to lose. Absolutely. It's the way of life. Yeah. And you're going to lose growing up. And whether that means losing a game, losing a business, losing a family member, losing a loved one, mm-hmm. you're going to lose. Yep, it, no it's what. bound to happen, but you got to be able to cope with that loss. Yep. So, and that's the biggest thing. A lot of this generation doesn't know how to cope with loss. They lose, they shut down, they lock themselves in the their uh, their bedroom, and yeah. you don't see them. That's true. They take and the loss then, and stop. And then that's why mental health is at its all-time high. Yeah. is because people can't cope with loss. They're not working their way through the problem. Exactly. They don't know how to talk themselves through it. They don't know how to call one of their family members or friends and or support group and say, let me vent. Yeah. You know, I, or just have that outlet or I like you said, that today. reset yeah. button. I lost today. Bro. Let me vent. You know, I lost today. Got to move on to the next one. How am I going to not let this happen again? Yeah. So and people don't know how to do that. And that's why, you know, we have so many issues today. Dang. No, you're 100% correct. I mean, so few people have the person that they can rely on just to talk. Sometimes you, you don't even need to vent or, you know, go for a car ride. It's just doing an activity that resets your day. Yeah, mindset. On, honestly, I'll, uh, I've had bad days and I'll go to the cigar shop and, you know, our, our good friend Bradley owns the shop, but I'll, mm-hmm. we'll go over there. He's like, Hey, you want to work on some business stuff? And I'm, no, not today. It's been one of those weeks. I don't want to talk about it. Yep. Let's have a cigar. Yep. Let's talk about family. Let's talk about football. Yep. Talk about life. I don't want to talk about business. Don't bring it up. And he won't. And he is, I mean, he, he has his own podcast, his own shop, uh, Arizona local business, right? Zeal Cigars. Check yep. him out. Zealcigars.com. Shout out for uh, E-Rad. Yeah, right. Not sponsored. But, <laughs> he, I mean, he really does, you know, because you've gone in. I've gone in on separate accounts, right? Not us together. Um, and he has. He, he's sat. He's stopped what he's doing. He'll smoke a cigar with you. He'll chat with you. And he's just that guy to help you reset, right? He yep. doesn't need to push you in the direction. He doesn't need to you know, give you the, the wisdom of the gods and, and tell you exactly what you should be doing. And this is what you did wrong. This is how you correct it. He just, he lets you get back to being you. And that's really, really hard to find in anyone. I think nowadays is which is why at least I myself have attached to him so quickly. Cause you know me, it takes me a while to really like oh, yeah. trust people Your walls and, are high. Yeah. And, and, and for him, he just saw right through that shit. So that's, and it's again, hard that's to find all people. about finding that circle. You know, we talked yeah. about a couple podcasts back of, you know, finding that circle of trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to find those people that you can call at midnight and say, Hey, I've got a problem. Hey, we're going to hurt somebody. <laughs> I don't I want you to ask any questions. Yep. Just, Whose car are we taking? Who car, whose car are we taking? Yep. Exactly. So you got to find that circle of people that, you know, you can go to say rough day. Don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Let's hang out. So, and, and those are good because if you go home and just sulk on it, oh, you're, eat, you're you not away. Gonna, eat you away, you're not yeah. going to get over it. Then you're going to start taking it on people that don't deserve it. True. So, and that's when things really start to go bad. And, and then you got more shit piling up. Yeah. Then it's the, do- then it's the it. domino effect. Yeah. Everything else starting to go downhill. You just get buried. So I know, and I'll call out my wife on this one. She gets upset about, you know, it'd be something small and she'll be like, I don't want to talk about it. And me being the man you? of the house, I'm, yeah, yeah, me, just like, no, let me help you. I need to help you. I'll help you. Yeah. Let me be the man. And we're fixers, damn it. Let yeah, us we're fix. fixers. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, let me help. Can I listen? Yeah. And uh, we're not, no, I'm fine. Well, I'm pissed off too then. <laughs> and then I'll get pissed you put off. me in a yeah, mood. Now I'm in a mood, damn it. <laughs> so then we'll both go and be silent in our corners. And then yeah. 10 minutes later, I'm like, all right, I'm good. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm all right now. <laughs> so, but some people just need to know, hey. And well, she had something else to be mad about. So she forgot about or let go of whatever she was mad about before. And then she got mad at you. Yeah. And then again, when she's upset and she says, hey, we need to talk. We always know to say, hey, is this, you know, do you want me to listen? Do you want me to? Help. Give you feedback. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want feedback or do you want me to listen? Mm-hmm. Communication. There's, there's two right? different people there. So yeah. that's always huge in relationships, life. And, you know, you and I have got it down to a T now where I'll call and you'll be like, oh, it's one of those. Yeah. Uh, shit. Yeah, this is how today's going. I'm going to put the phone down and pretend I'm listening and I'm going to mm-hmm. finish my email. Yep. Uh, we've done it both. And then it's like, all right, 
I'm good. Call you later. Yeah. Yo, you're still on the phone. Okay. You, bye. You want a chicken sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> we've <laughs> we've shown up with food and turned each other's it, day. It, it cures everything. Absolutely. Um, so talking about the cigar guys, I, I know that was actually one of my questions on here. Um, so you frequent the shop more often than I do. I seem to be either out of town recently or I'm quite busy with more often. ski pro. Yeah. <laughs> well, the ski pro shows over the weekend. So I, I tend to be out of town. So I, I've missed a few, uh, Friday nights with the boys. Um, people don't know this, but we're, we're a very diverse group of gentlemen, right. In, in this cigar group that we, you know, uh, we hang out with. What do you think makes us all like on the same playing field? Our Cause, values. Yeah. Cause we're all so different, right? So we all have different walks of life when it comes to career paths. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what we did growing up, what we did through sports or high school or whatever it may be, what we currently do on weekends now. We all have different paths. But one thing that brings us all together is our values. We're all family men. You know, most of the guys are religious, but we're all able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We um, can actually debate. We don't just say, oh, you're stupid and wrong and keep going. Yeah, we're yeah. none of us are yes men. Yeah. Uh, I don't want a yes man around me. Neither do any of these guys. Yep. It's a, uh, hey, I have an idea. This is it. Yeah, I probably shouldn't do that one. <laughs> and, and they're straight up. And yeah, that's what you They're want. honest, which is what people are afraid to be nowadays. But the biggest thing that I think all of us have in common is it's family first. It doesn't matter what the situation is. It's mm-hmm. family first. Hey, so-and-so's having a rough day. I'm not making it tonight. Sorry, boys. I'll be on the next one. Yep. Um, family comes first every single time. And I think that's what really attracted me to these guys you know, it was family. It was their careers. You know, I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly building. I can't stop here. And uh, I think those were the two biggest things that kind of, you know, attracted me to these guys. Uh, the, obviously, cigars. It's not about the taste of the cigars. It's not about smoking the cigars. It's about the community it brings together. And that's the biggest thing for me. I go there. I've, again, you can ask anyone. I didn't take my first sip of alcohol till I turned 21. Oh, I know. I was there. Um, I'm the one yeah, who handed yeah, it to you're you. The, you're the bad influence there. I, oh, wait. Delete that. And oh. 10 years later, I can honestly say I've taken maybe five sips of alcohol since then. Mm-hmm. And It's just it, never been your thing. It, it's not my thing. Yeah, I don't, which is okay. I don't force it to be my thing. Yep. Um, I've never done a drug. Mm-hmm. Not a single one. Uh, it, it, and not because I don't judge people that do it. Um, whether you say I do or not, I really don't. <laughs> Um, no, I know you just judge me. I, well, I have to, cause I have to give you a hard time, but mm-hmm. you know, cigars is something that's all about community, bringing a bunch of guys together and, uh, finding common values, core values, and, you know, finding that f- true friend and circle of the other person. So that's pretty much what I got there. Those, <laughs> those, those guys have helped me out more time, to- more often than not. Yeah. You know, as we said, having a bad day, Hey guys got a rough one today you know i wish we could honestly put these microphones in the center of the room on friday nights and that could be the probably the funniest podcast you'll ever listen to in your entire life it would and maybe we bring the guys here right maybe we, maybe we, we just tell them could. hey guys come uh, come check out the office let's hang out let's you know have a cigar we'll sit around show them the shop and then we'll just turn these microphones It'll definitely on definitely be like a a warning label needed <laughs> in the start explicit. of, it, of explicit yeah. content uh but honestly we talk about Literally everything. It can be guns. It could be religion. Mm-hmm. Whether it's we we have a guy that doesn't believe in God and all that in the group. Mm-hmm. We don't count him out. We don't say, "Hey, you don't belong here." We say, "Hey, why not?" Yeah. Well, and you know? he always gives valid reason. And I think, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but I, I think for me, like this group has really been an eye opener because we're not opposed to what people think or believe. We right? could it, care less what you ex- we think about each other. Exactly. Give us your opinion. That's fine. But none of these guys push us in the direction of what they believe or what their opinion is. Yep. Right. Brad, I mean, you listen to his podcast, Cut Life Smoke uh, podcast. He'll be the first one to tell you if you want, listen within the first five minutes. He used to be, a, um, he used to preach. He used to be yeah, a pastor. He used to be a pastor. Yep. Um, and he is the one big guy that will always bring up God, which is not a bad thing, but he never pushes anyone in the group to be like, when was the last time you went to church? Yeah, no, and it, and it's always been like that. And uh, I obviously give him a hard time because he you is, give everyone he, a hard well, time. Well, he is a really close friend of mine. and You, you, know, you have co- a much better relationship. He coached me through high school football. Yeah. Um, we've, we've become really close. He's kind of mentored me through a few things, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's life, business. He's talked to me a lot about relationship, um, kind of helped me through that. My wife hangs out with his wife every or most Fridays uh, when all the guys are out. So 
But I always give him a hard time because he's like, oh, church this, church that. I'm like, oh, you mean the cult meetup? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> not, going place. To, I'm <laughs> not going to the cult meetup today. Go ahead and have fun giving them some money so that the Joel Olstein can go buy another mansion. Oh, like God. That dude's money is ridiculous. Well, it's bought by the government, and Jesus doesn't pay that much. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he does. <laughs> we I'm in Jesus. Let's we, do this. Yeah. Again, the two biggest businesses out there are religion and school. Mm-hmm. So but we won't get into that also. <laughs> that was talked about on the first one. We won't talk about religion, politics, or me. I don't think I talked about religion. Did I, I, don't, I think I just said you and politics. I, I think you did too. Because we kind of mentioned this today, just talking between the three business owners about politics, and we dipped our toe into it. And it just it's not, it, it's not something, like I told you guys, we talk about it and both sides, right? It doesn't matter what side of the party you're on. It's if you're wrong, you're stupid. Nope. Sorry. You're, you're full of shit. You're brainwashed. You're, you know, you're racist. You're this you, or that. Yeah. You're a freaking serial killer. There's, like, yeah, there's no winning nowadays. No. You're either wrong or you're wrong. Yeah. There, there's no in between. There's no middle. Oh, you like so-and-so racist. Yeah. You're oh, you like so-and-so. Oh, you're a hippie. Like, brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. Bra- yeah. So there's no winning no. left or right. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. No, I, I, there's, I, there's only, me with all that. there's only far, far left and far, far right nowadays. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's no winning and, Unfortunately, it's just destroying the country. It is. And that's what people aren't seeing is, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's left or right in the office, you need to get rid of freaking politicians because they're all dirty. <laughs> it doesn't matter who they are. They're yeah. freaking dirty. If right. you're a career politician, you should not go in with a $200,000 salary and come out with a net worth of $200 million. It just doesn't It doesn't happen. All right, stop talking about Sorry, politics. I'm I told you this is not happening. And we're doing two things that I didn't want to talk about, you and politics. Today. I know, I'm getting fired up right now, too. Shit, I know. This Calm is down. never good. Cage the tiger. Cage the tiger. <laughs> um, all right, well, let, I only got a couple of questions left for you. Um, as a business owner of a few years now, right? Ups, downs, failures, successes. We've opened businesses. We've closed businesses. Um, if a younger person, cause you know me, I, I'm really trying to push like networking right now. I'm trying to use these platforms to really kind of build a great network of people to not just, you know, Oh, I want to go to a restaurant for free or Hey, I need a motorcycle for free. I don't need anything for free, but it, I think it's always nowadays. It's about who, you know, exactly. right? Not what, you know, exactly. and maybe it's been like that for a long time, but I think now that we're older, you know, that's really kind of solidified, at least within myself, that you have to have connections to get through life. If you ever want to continue to grow, it's all about your connections, right? 100%. So with your experience now, if there was a younger person, either in college, coming out of college, somebody came up to you and said, Jake Brown, I really like what you're doing. I've listened to the three, four episodes that you've produced on a podcast. You know, I'm really inspired to go start something. What would your the one key advice that you would give to that person, what would that be about business? The one thing is, is if you have a gut feeling and you think it's going to be successful, do it. Don't let anything hold you back. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. If you think that idea is going to work, do it. If it fails, you've learned a shit ton while it failed. If it succeeds, great. Keep running with it. But again, I tell a lot of these guys, it's all stepping stones, as I said earlier. So we have guys in the shop that are preppers now. And I say, hey, if you have aspirations and dreams of becoming a painter, you need to let me know. Because I will slowly start moving you into the paint side. Have you start mixing paint? Have you start, you know, spraying panels? Have you work your way up? So everything's a stepping stone there. But if a young guy that comes up to me or girl comes up to me and says, I want to run a business, just Go for it. You have to. You can't just sit there and sulk on it. You can't just sit there and say, hmm, maybe this is a good idea. Maybe it's not because it's not going to happen that way. Yeah. You have to make it happen yourself. You got to have drive. You got to have want. You got to have will. So with those, anything's possible. If the first one doesn't work out, get to the next one. There's always going to be something else. The good thing about this country is there's so much money to be made, mm-hmm. and it's not in any one thing. Yeah. You can do literally anything. You can get free stuff off of Facebook marketplace, you know, fix it up for 20 bucks and sell it for a hundred. You can go to yard sales and find something for five bucks. It's kind of like Gary V. He's big on this mm-hmm. yard sale thing. He goes and, you know, he talks customers down in price. Okay. I that's listed for 10. I'll buy it for three fifty, and then he'll go sell it for 10. So there's a lot of things in life that you can, or in this country that you can make money doing. You just have to do it. You can't just sit there and talk about it. Uh, that was our biggest thing when we first started was, yeah. you know, we had six, seven, eight, nine, ten business ideas that, yeah, this one's going to make money. Yeah, this invention's going to happen. 
yeah, we're going to do this. And, you know, in the early days, we're like, I don't have money to do it. I don't know who to go to. I don't know what to do. And then, you know, we had so many inventions that. <laughs> or really, ideas and businesses. Yeah, we had know? so many ideas. Uh, and a lot of them were inventions. We're like, we want to create this. And then we're like, oh, yeah, we don't have money. Or we just kind of let it go to the wayside. You know, a year later, it's like, hey, hey we, it looks, we did like, that looks familiar. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're like, gosh, damn it. Now that thing's a multi-billion dollar thing, whatever yeah. it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just kind of do it. You can't wait on it. Uh, it's not going to come to you. If you think it is, then, you know, go find a nine to five and figure it out and work your ass off from there. If you want to be an entrepreneur, it's not an easy life. Yeah. Um, you're going to have a lot of shitty days. You're going to have a lot of shittier days. And then you're going to have a couple good ones sprinkled in. But yeah. it's the long game. You're playing the long game there. It's, uh, you know, you're going to reap the reward 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road, whatever it takes. But you got to start somewhere. You can't start at the top. It's all about the hustle and the game plan, it sounds like. It's all about the hustle. That's what it is. Not a boy. All right, last and f- – oh, I forgot my voice this whole time. Oh, you see, I distracted you. You don't even know what your voice is. Last and final question of the day. I feel like I'm on a talk show. Jake Brown, con- contestant. I almost said words are hard today. Um, Jake Brown. Yes. You ready for your final question? I think. Are you sure? No. Okay, here it comes. Would you let – your daughter or son of the future be an entrepreneur own yeah. their own business I, it, again i can't force them to do anything they want or don't want to do when it mm-hmm. comes to life choices so not pushing them in any direction but if, would if you they, if they say hey dad i want to be i want to open this business all right what do you need to start it i need a business plan i need something that says that hey i'm bought in i'm gonna do it get them organized essentially. don't don't do it because of me yeah you know everyone has different life plans mm-hmm. life paths my dad was upset i didn't become a firefighter hey dad sorry i don't want somebody else writing my paycheck yeah that's just how it is well you can have a great pension you can re- retire in 20 years yeah but i can have multiple businesses and i can sell those businesses in 20 years for double the amount of my pension so well, you can have great insurance. I'm like, yeah, you probably got me on that one. <laughs> but, but you again, ain't getting out of that one. But again, I don't want my future kids or anything to say, hey, I'm doing this because of you. Yeah. You got to live your own life. Um, as long as you're doing it to the best of your absolute abilities, there is no problem with that. You got to be number one at what you do, though. What if they? What if you are just the inspiration for them to push them in that direction? Then I say, what do you need to become successful and you support them i support them 100 percent. you don't push them to say hey do a nine to five nope. this life's not for you no because people have a lot of people told me school's the only way you're going to be successful no nope. well guess what i hate homework yeah. guess what i can't stay awake during class guess what i can't take orders from a teacher it's not my life yeah. i can't do it that's true and so you know and i couldn't stand those people that yeah. said you can't do something or you have to do this because this is the only way to go that's yeah. Not life. Not That's not life. how you live. Yep. Everyone, there's different ways to make it to the finish line. Yeah. You know, so um, if they told me, hey, I want to do this and that, I said, all right, before I tell you how to get to the finish line, how are you going to get there? And you got to let them run their own path. They have to fail. Yeah. Um, again, my biggest thing in life is failure. If I go to someone, uh, again, I don't listen to any of these podcasts. Um, <laughs> I, I listen for you. I know. I download them to a computer and I upload them or whatever and all these computer terminologies um i put i put it on the line on the line (laughs) and i don't listen to it but i go and tell people i'm like hey i don't want to hear what is good about the podcast because if i continue working on what's good on the podcast i'm not going to know what i'm failing at exactly we we won't ever improve no it's it's already good so why continue working on it i've always wanted to know just my failures you don't need to pat me on the back and say hey you're doing this good or hey you're not i can figure that out yep um, I want you to tell me how I'm failing and what I'm failing at, and then I'll go from there and fix it. Um, and that's business, that's podcast, that's life, w- life yeah. exactly. So I want to know why I'm why I'm failing and how I'm failing, and let me fix that because yeah. that's the only way I'm going to grow as a human. God, you are a fixer. I'm Sorry, Kenda. We, we let are, him fix it. We are all we are fixers. fixers. <laughs> Damn right we are. Um, well, that's it for me. Do you have anything you want to say to the people? Do you want to come up with a voice? I mean, I have my game show voice. Do you? Have I the, still don't have a voice. Told you I, you wouldn't have one. I, I called so, it in the very beginning of this episode. I just don't have one. I don't. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll just be the voice guy. 
Okay. Silence. Sounds good. <laughs> that works. No, I've got nothing. Uh, again, those were great questions. I think it dove deep into my life. Oh, yeah. Again, we can have a 24-hour podcast about both of our lives. Uh, I'm sure that uh, we're going to have another podcast just, uh, you know, developing, you know, our relationship, you know, what we've done, what we've gone through. I mean, we've obviously known each other for, I mean, well over a decade now. Um, and there's been a lot of things that have happened, right? So I think just a glimpse into you has been very beneficial, not just for, you know, the people listening or maybe they can relate to something, you know, that that's that value that we're really kind of looking for. But it's the value in, you know, yourself as Jake Brown being so somebody on this podcast being somebody that you know leads this who's going to ask questions who's going to interview people who's really going to be you know a strong voice of you know what's going on in the world and how to find a balance within that self so i think the value in itself is you know is definitely there with you and it's definitely for there for the people to really just kind of understand like who you are what you've come from and what direction you're continuously trying to work in we're not done working we're not done building we're, we're not, not done yeah, we're not growing close. Yeah. yeah this is a stepping stone like you said into the next thing and up a higher rung and moving from ladder to ladder this is just a beginning for us yes. and yeah. it's it's not going to end so i really think that value you know it, it is definitely there and I'm, I'm excited to really kind of continue to to learn about each other i mean i mean i literally learned something i didn't know about you today i didn't know where your mom was a coach really? or a, a manager <laughs> like, i had no idea no need for all these years i'll have right? to find the picture of it and she's all dressed up and everything That's and i'm over there awesome i think the photo of me in my actual baseball uniform is me growling at the camera no, because i, I be wanted surprised. to look like a badass yeah. <laughs> and i was just like this fat growling. little fat little 10 year old i was just like see? jesus what's wrong with you see but this so there's value for me right i learned something that i didn't know about you so i i'm very excited in the direction that this is going we've had some good feedback from a few people we haven't really pushed this that much on social media you know we we're not no. big influencers air quotes um you know it's not something that we're even trying to push just yet because we want to make sure we have a good platform and we want to make sure that we are headed in the right direction that we are yeah and again so. we we've talked about this before we're not going to push it just yet if somebody listens to it great yeah share uh, one, it let one, people know one big thing yeah and let us know where we're failing yeah one big thing i want us to do is we need to create a website or not a website but an email address mm -hmm. just stating hey send in some questions you may have for us yeah for the next guest or hey yeah. why don't you do this differently on your podcast so I think by the next make it more interactive. Yeah. So that yeah. by the next podcast, we'll uh, we'll have an email address so our seven listeners can email in. <laughs> hopefully, and, next uh, we'll have eight. Yeah. Hopefully, we have eight then, so they can email in and kind of just let us know. Hey, you know, just don't let JB talk so much, or <laughs> don't ever let him do another intro, or whatever it may Always be. So, so negative on yourself. I damn have it. to grow. It's be the a failures of life. <laughs> you gotta let me fly, Captain. I'm a peacock. Let me fly. So Mo, I think it was great. Again, um, great questions. Uh, you really made me think. So Good. I appreciate it. Oh, that's what and, we do. Uh, I think we uh, we need to get another guest in here. I've got a couple in mind. I think you do as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll get somebody else in here. And very we'll excited to really show what uh, our network, because obviously that's who we're going to bring in while we start is our network of exactly. people we know, yep. and then we can really hopefully kind of build off of that and really make this a an enjoy enjoyable thing for everyone, right? Not just guys, not just girls, older people, younger people, kids coming out of college or in high school, or you know, progressively just want to think with a, a different mindset. I think that's at least what we should push. So I like it. Man, it's been real. Let's do it to it. It's been real. It's I got to go fun. home and make dinner. What are you making? I don't know. Stuffed bell peppers. Oh, God. All right. It's been real. It's been fun. But not really fun. Just kidding. I had a great time. Um, we will catch you all down the road. Yeah.